everything I know I learn from Frank Miller And everything I do I do as fast as flash run quarterback status And then some Damn the new 52 Buying up every issue on DC Not exclusively what I'm into Bastards Comics with the healthy Wolverine classics The soul down below So anything can go Hell be exclusively fill the past enemy Sabertooth And you killed your dad for the second time in hell Man, tell me that's not badass Man, tell me that ain't badass This is the old dude, Howard J. Reynolds You're listening to the Comic Bastards motherfucking podcast Hey, what's going on everyone? I'm Kevin I'm Dustin Another week, another podcast, another happy you. Thanks for joining us. First up, we got a hot button issue. That's penguins versus possums. <laughs> We're jumping right into that. I know, I can see it on your little eye thing, iPad. <laughs> and we just had a heated debate before we started the podcast. Of, All right. I know we normally don't do this. We do, believe it or not, have some sort of formula to the show. Of kind of like how we like to do things, like oh, let's talk about this. What's going on in the news? And then it goes to ah, some other shit. And then <laughs> the comic books we read. We don't even know our own form. And then it's like some terrible outro where we just suddenly stop talking. Yeah, kind of. That that was accurate. <clears throat> so it's I guess we have a review on the site. That's all I can say about it. I think. And you know what? I I'm gonna go deeper. I'm gonna go deeper. This. I'm kind of tired, and not against this book in any way, because it's probably a great read, done by beautiful people. I'm tired of animals doing stuff they shouldn't be doing, like driving cars, um, fighting, swords, guns, spaceships. I, you know, I didn't even like that movie MVP, Most Valuable Primate. <laughs> no one did. Disney didn't even like it. <laughs> They were like, all right, we're going to greenlight two direct-to-DVD sequels, and that's it. We're done. How, how did we're tired that... of working these fucking monkeys. I mean, am I, do I stand alone in this? I know people love animals. I mean, even the turtles. It's, uh, it's a get... craze. Is it a craze? Yeah. I don't know. I'd say right now it kind of is. It'll eventually die down. People like yourself will become the, you know, the majority and be tired of animals doing things, and then... I mean, I get it. Like, hey, you guys are ninjas over here. Yeah, a little bit of mutants spikes it up. That's cool. But now it's just like they don't even want to be mutants anymore. They're just animals. Yeah. Well, I mean, penguins versus possums. It's a indie comic. I'll set the stage here since. Sure. Yeah. Please um, do. And they are at war with each other. And yeah, it's it's a bit ridiculous, but it's intentionally ridiculous. Oh, of course. Like, it starts in the San Diego Zoo. Of all places, and the penguins are just like, doo, doo, doo. and the possums are like, yeah, we're on your home turf, motherfuckers. And then it's just a bloody battle that the humans don't even like recognize. Like they, <laughs> they don't. Or, I shouldn't say recognize. They don't acknowledge it, right? Except for like one kid who's just like, I'm pretty sure that one's dead. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's got a gun, and then, you know, just and the teacher's like, come on, come on, little bastard, just fuck, get get with the rest of the group. How'd they get the guns? <clears throat> Is it like a up. like a prison gun? They just made it on the inside. <laughs> Gets like one shot. No, no, they're real guns. Wow. And then so the, the, the possums end up getting their asses kicked and retreating. <clears throat> I should say one of them retreats. And uh, then the penguins are like, don't come on my home turf. So they, they armor up and then they go and they, they attack the possums. I mean, the the story isn't really original. It's just more of, <laughs> I see you're about to laugh. They, I ar- they armor up? They put a bunch of armor on, like literally, <laughs> like they armor up. Okay. They're like in little mech suits. Like, <laughs> no, that's like. Armor that, that would be actually kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they just they bring the fight to the possums, and so, I mean, I just it's it's intentionally over the top. Um, I, oh, I, I, I assume so. I mean, maybe this is the book I read that gets me on board. Animals doing stuff animals shouldn't do. I understand you disconnect and you want to go there, and yeah, uh, you have to have a, a very strong disconnect. But they they kind of even you know acknowledge that with like the kid okay. going. Hey, look at that! And you're like, yeah. And how would the San Diego Zoo not notice that? Like, 
half of their penguin population just died and the other half I mean, is the wearing smell. armor and fucking you know flying off mm. to kill some possums so and so well i guess that's i mean a... it's kind of got it like a class class war type thing to it. like the penguins are all like the nobility and then the possums are more of like the the common folk the peasants yeah exactly so it's kind of you know they're they're battling in that aspect well then i'd pull for the possums wouldn't i to do throw you kind of do until the possums really fuck up the penguins and then you're just like oh i kind of i don't know i guess it just depends on what you like more aaron is all about the penguins so but no we're we're done with penguins after they started dancing and selling out yeah so, that's why they're the, kind of the perfect bad guy. Sorry, Aaron. She's giving me fucking evil eyes over so, this shit. Is, she is calling <laughs> possums trash. They're, they're, I guess they're kind of scummy. They are a little I bit. I mean, there's no telling what diseases they have yeah. when they bite you. You wouldn't want to find one if you, like, you know, went to your car. And, and when you do find them, they're usually on the street dead or sleeping <laughs> forever. <laughs> um, I guess it's... You know, I guess it's just got a lot of subtext and it represents, you know, things in our culture and society that people don't want to talk about. And it just uses this as a window to the soul, I guess. Yeah, you could say that. I mean, if it it's was a very me. very deep philosophy I, for I would penguins love, and possums fucking each other up. But. I think the penguins should die and burn in hell <laughs> if they represent, you know, corporate fat cat America. Yeah. And, the way and if the possums are the people, power to the people. Yeah. I mean, sure, once the people run, you know, said world, that's anarchy. Well, then the, the worlds would just reverse. But the who's going to... Uh... But who will dethrone the possums? The penguins won't have an uprising. Elephants. That's not fair. Because then they'll just get mice, and that's too much of a mouse-looking creature, and the elephants don't like that shit. Mm-hmm. I was trying to go with, like, a, a mammal, since we have, like, a penguin, and then we have a marsupial... Wait, are possums marsupials? I think I'm horribly wrong about that. Someone just spit their fucking water out there. <laughs> yeah, I let it go. I was just like, this man doesn't know animals. Know. He's never been to a zoo. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I don't, I don't think he knows what a penguin is. <laughs> no, I clearly do not know what a penguin is. Oh, he's got an attitude. This is going to be a real bumpy podcast. <laughs> so, did, so. Uh, There is a review on the site. Yeah, You can check that out. Well, maybe I'll maybe I'll take a look at the book. This could be the this could be the book that turns me around. Yeah, you can also check out their uh, Facebook page, which we have a link on comicbastards.com for that. Um, the creators are Sebastian, John, and Lindsay. I'm not going to butcher your last names, so I'm just going to real that. bad at last names. Yeah, so just uh, you know, check it out. There, I think they're uh, LA based actually, because I've seen them at a couple of um, like last week, and they were just at a local comic book shop, you know, doing like a little indie. Indie Dave, like, hey, come check out our stuff. So. That's cool. Yeah. And if it's, uh, God bless any comics. Yeah. Because nobody else will. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> I guess we can just dive right into that since the, what else has been read? Oh, okay. I'm usually a little more warmed up for this one. Okay, well, we can talk about something cooler. No, I mean, we might as well stay on this, this path. Okay. Don't want to back and forth. You want me to go or you want to go? You got something you read? Um, maybe something bloody, something gory. I read Mass Effect, Homeworld. I was going with that. <laughs> oh, you're trying to set me up? Yeah. Terrible setup, by the way. Bloody and gory, and then you go, oh yeah, I read Crossed. I'm pretty sure people would have got okay, it. Okay, and just on that note, that I'll put a review up for it because I just read it this morning. It's Cross Badlands number two. It's Garth at the helm again of his property that he's created. It. Everyone's had a, not everyone, but there's been a couple of other writers taking a stab at it this issue was probably the best issue of crossed ever written period like through all of it just wow. because there's literally no crossed in this issue at all hmm. it's just the people and the structure that they've created of this, this band of survivors um and just how they approach what they're doing i mean they're just they're just trudging through and then they know there's a pack of crossed close mm-hmm. to them I mean, they're basically the only thing that's keeping them alive is they're keeping a better pace. Hmm. And within the group, they have like... So they're running on fear the whole time. Um, in a way, yeah. And they're trying to keep it, you know, they're trying to stay just moving because they have um, a girl in the group. She's pregnant. 
that's kind of slowing pregnancy them. and cross not a good combo slowing them down a little bit here and there and so there's another guy he's kind of they have like an unspoken thing like hey you know this is the group don't take from the food or the rations or you know we have a system set up to make this last mm-hmm. and this guy's over there like nicking biscuits out of there it, he, he took a hobnob and i've had those before they're kind of dry i know there's a milk <laughs> chocolate one but you know that's not the point he took it so to punish him because basically they leave him for the cross Wow. And he was like, "What are you gonna tie me up and just leave me here?" And and he was like, "You can't do that. You can't do that." This is how the book starts. And he's like, "You know what? I'm not gonna waste the rope on you." So they cut his Achilles, and they leave him. Damn. And he was like, "That's gonna give us X amount of time because they're gonna find him. They're gonna be they're gonna slow down while they just pretty much eradicate this guy because yeah. that's what they do, and that's gonna buy us some more time." And like um, his name's Ian, the the main character. You kind of follow a lot from his POV in a way. Mm. Um, and he has like a he, he thinks about that time of like you know being in that group, and he flashes back in a way to before he lost his wife when it was just the two of them. He doesn't really conform into that packed mentality very well. It's almost like he's not waiting around for a bunch of other people to tell him what to do. One survival is this ultimate cost, and you're not always thinking clearly and stuff. So. He learned that, and he was just like, you know what? He leaves another group. He so you show him. It shows that he's, you know, not really a lone wolf, but just kind of does his own thing. He's not gonna die just to protect another. In group a way, of people, yeah, but he doesn't do it. To... Yeah, he's not real crass about it. Where he's just like, f you, f this, I'm out of here. And he just kind of knows what's good for himself, and he doesn't really want to jeopardize the group or himself in that way. Hmm. And then it, um, as they continue to go down the. I don't know, landscape or wherever they are. They're in the middle of nowhere. They see all these like skeletons and stuff. And they look over to the side and it's a plane that's crashed. Hmm. And so they kind of hold up at the uh, in the shell of the plane. And he pitches it out there to the group. He's like, all right, I'm just going to say what everybody's been thinking. We leave this chick that's pregnant. Just <sighs> leave her here because what are we going to do? We're going to fall behind. They're going to get all of us. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's it's it's... That's it. There's really no cross in it he's, doing he's their fucking, thing. He's a realist. Yeah, it he's totally a is. He's, realist. Yeah, as shitty as it sounds and like, I guess, lack of compassion, but there is and there isn't. You just mm. you just have to weigh it, you know? Your compassion is you want this whole group to survive in a way. You know, be it you're part of that group, but if, you know, this cog isn't pulling its weight or, you know, breaking or slowing us down or just, you know, damaging that group... Time to cut it free. Yeah, it's kind of interesting considering the whole cross like premises. These normal people dealing with these fucking people that have no inhibitions, you know, yeah, they're they're just, just doing whatever the fuck they want. And to kind of, it's kind of strange. It's kind of an interesting take too that he, from at least from the sounds of it, has made this character become like almost colder and harder than they are. Yeah, in a way, like you would have. I think in, if this scenario would develop, you'd have to either choose a couple of ways to deal with things. And if it's just to be cold and callous, but it's, it's more calculated and it's not where he's just like a monster about it. Like, yeah. You can see that it kind of does bother him, but, you know, like it's for the greater good. You know, you save five lives over like one or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or however it, the case may be. So that's I mean I I really really liked it I was just like wow this is this is cool and hmm. and yeah, I think sometimes the people when they want to pick up cross they're just like oh I want to see carnage and I want to see like just like the graphic violence but it's not really there this time it's more like the human aspect and that's why I thought it was just really really good that's interesting so yeah and then what what have you read if you want to alternate it, you want me to just plow through all the crap that I did. Yeah, let's alternate. Let's switch it up. That's we're, just, we're breaking formula today. Why not? Wow. And let's tell them when we're breaking formula. Yeah, just... um, I honestly did not read a whole lot this week. I I mean, I did and I didn't. Mm-hmm. I read some stuff and I was just like, whatever. Um, the Goon 39. Uh, Carl actually posted a review for it today. But I, I read it as well. And it's... Um, Eric Powell's big middle finger to superhero genre of comic books in general. Wow. Really poking a lot of fun at DC 
and their new reboot and everything um opens up with a goon he's like i need to tell you my secret and he you know gives a kind of superman origin with a mixture of thor mm-hmm. and then they go making a sidekick go i forget his sidekick's name i'm sorry but um they go and they start doing like superhero stuff and he makes commentary about like even superhero comic book framing of the panels and stuff uh just really nails the entire genre just the whole really just yeah like he's able to spoof it because he understands it so well Mm -hmm. um he even makes like comments like do a huge splash page put lots of detail in the background because it sells well on ebay he's a gratuitous Mm. ass shot sells well on ebay yeah just like simple things like that but really just really goes at dc and just gets and makes fun of green lantern and the you know the different color corps and, and right. all that stuff, um, and then at the very end he just like he makes the two characters gay, and he's just like now we're getting media coverage and mm. and just goes into shit like that. It's a really, I mean it's a good issue because it's just he really understands the genre and it's how so on the, the nose. yeah it's just so on the nose and he just he nails it. He makes great commentary not only about the companies. But about the other artists and the writers and stuff, um, you know, because I mean, especially when he was like, fill the fill the background with lots of details. Yeah. Like just that comment, I was like, yeah, that's true. You know, I've heard so many people complain that like that's why these big name artists are not getting as much work because they're just trying to sell a page after they're done. You know, because they get to keep that work and they turn around, and they sell it to galleries or collectors right. for you know enough to really live on and live well on and so it just it bumps up their page price for when they work at marvel and dc and so it's just kind of interesting to see that you know people are aware of it like outside yeah. of just like it, it, observers and such it seems like that it's just been such the same recipe for success that they've been using for years and years and years and i guess do you think Maybe even comic book fans are to blame a little bit too, because oh, they definitely, they yeah. feast on the same thing. They keep shilling out when these other alternate comics exist that you can. Well, I think a lot of it is because they, I I I think part of their brain likes being a fanboy for stuff. You know, they have such fond memories of growing up reading Marvel, growing up reading DC, that they almost don't want to let go of that. It's almost like if they let go of that, they let go of a part of themselves or a part of their history. Mm-hmm. And so they're they're happy to have the same thing yeah. over and over to them. And Marvel and DC do a great job of fooling them, of thinking, we're doing something different, but they're not. Right. They're just, they have a cycle, and all they're doing is just going right going right back around on the wheel. Well, yeah, because they've shown in the past that they do something too different, they, everyone gets upset. Yeah. For both both big guys, so. Yeah, exactly, so. Um, I don't know. It was it was a good book. It was very interesting. It made me made me laugh, and it's probably gonna be a really hard to find issue. I I, I see this book retaining value. Just being that and, one that. Yeah, it's gonna be you know this one random issue in his lengthy run on this on his series of that's gonna retain value and it's gonna be worth something. So um, if you haven't bought it, you should probably grab it before it jumps up to like fifteen bucks on eBay. So there's that there's that word again. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to. eBay, sometimes. Oh, it could be good and bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was good. So, what else have you you Mass Effect now? Oh yeah, I read Mass Effect Homeworld, which is it's uh, kind of like the same thing as the Dragon Age. And they got one of the head writers from said property to cover the comics. Now, can I? I noticed you didn't like it as much as you've liked the Dragon Age stuff. Um, well, the thing with the Mass Effect, this one is the Homeworlds, from what I can, I don't, I don't know too much about it, but I take it it's going to cover one of the characters each issue. Okay. So, like, the first one was, like, James Vega, and he's, like, a new character you get in um, ME3. Um, like I said, in my reviews up for it, um, he's an okay character in the game. I just didn't really... <laughs> kind of give a shit about him he was he came he just came on very generic like oh hey here's we the need a new character yeah here's the big tank kind of mm. guy sort of but i don't know i played 
um, a fem shep, so female shepherd. So your dialogue kind of changes a little bit <laughs> for it. You, uh, explain that to you. Well, most uh, if in case you don't know, if you don't know what Mass Effect. Well, they called it that. That was kind of stupid, but <laughs> now funny. it's just. It makes me laugh. Now it's just. It's normal hat to call yeah. it that now. So yeah. it's just like, all right. I, Starting as a joke is now. The, yeah, just the now it's. Mm, like, might as well print it on the damn box. <laughs> Play as male chef or fem chef. Yeah. But, like, every time I interact with them, I just found them, like, boring. It's just like, you're just a, hmm. just a random jarhead character. I mean, he's good in the field when you have him on your team, but whatever. Which is his... Any, great for the story. Yeah, his character progression, his story, his background. It was just whatever. I get it. Life was hard. So this issue is background fo- story for him, or...? Pretty much. It follows him. He's in, He started off in the Citadel, and <clears throat> he's looking for, basically, it's just in the midst of the Reaver attacks. And... You're in the Citadel with him, and he's looking for his family. Like, he had an uncle, a dad, and so on. And it kind of just cuts to that storyline of, you know, before he signed up for the System Alliance, mm-hmm. um, which is the military. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then, basically, he is kind of coming of, not really coming of age, but just kind of like his dad's all messed up. He's on the smack or red dust or whatever the hell they're snorting. And basically, future drug. he's got a crap home life. And his uncle's trying to like, hey, you know, you know, do this, you know, sign up for the military, you know, get your get, get your life out of this, you know, rut that is what it is now, dealing with your dad and so on and so forth. No mom. And the basically the whole issue is just him doing that. Like his dad's like, go pick up my package. He goes to the pharmacy to get it, and that goes awry, and he's he picks it up and he gets it from like this dealer on the outside and he's just like, Oh, it's drugs. His dad, this is what his dad's doing. He's figured it out and kind of a little betrayed by his dad. Like, why, why would you be this way when whatever <clears throat> you're my role model? Um, so he just kind of like goes on this little adventure. He's like very born identity. He's jumping off buildings cause the cops are chasing him now. And it just really just kind of was like almost the action for the sake of acting. Like we, we got to have him do something. Yeah. Is him caring about his family and just having long talks with his dad doesn't sell shit. Um, yeah, and then that's all they do. And he does that. He goes back and you know he has the face to face with his dad. He's like, "Here's your fucking red dust." You yeah, he calls him out, junkie. and then his dad's like, "Well, would you just join the military already?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, if you don't continue to be this way for me, then I'm going to tell the military. You know, you're buying drugs and blah blah blah." And he's just like the ultimate asshole card he plays. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He totally just tries to dick his whole future over. So he fucked over his son and then blackmailed him to. Continue. Yeah, he just yeah just got his hands dirty and something. And then his uncle kind of showed up and was just like, hey, you know, just go. Let's just do this military thing. So he just leaves his whole family behind. And then it cuts back to the Citadel and he's there. And it just shows that, hey, you know, he did care about his family, even though they were assholes or just kind of. But it, still his family is his family. And that was it. Hmm. There's really, I mean, it doesn't, it didn't need like a lot of action, but I don't know. It's just that character. Yeah, it's a pretty generic storyline. It was really generic. He wasn't interested in the game. And I see what you're doing with each character getting their own one shot, basically. But I really wouldn't have let off with him, I guess. Maybe they just wanted to get him out of the way and just like kind of. That's true. Because if you think about it, if it is the weakest one, do the first issue for it. Yeah. You're going to get the most sales off of that weakest one, and then everyone sticks around for the rest, and they're like, oh, this was much better. Because the name would probably sell it before anything. Exactly. I think Tally's the next one. She's a little bit more... She's really good in the game, but uh, more interesting of a character for sure. Hmm. But she's not a new character. That's the thing. Hmm. So I'm not sure how... You got some history with her. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure how they're going to... got some long elevator rides with her. Yeah, that was Mass Effect 1. Really, this is elevator ride five hours. I don't care. I love you, game. <laughs> You're the best one of the three. Yeah. So, it was really whatever. I guess I can't even recommend it. Even if you were like hardcore, if you're like a hardcore master, you're hardcore. You already own it. You either own or own it, or just wait till they maybe trade it up. Trade it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it would probably hurt less because you'd be like, huh, all the other. Just uh, look at the pretty pictures. Yeah. yeah, there's that Jason Bourne moment he was talking about. I uh, just... Saw the trailer for the reboot on that, and kind of went, "What the fuck?" I remember he saw those movies. I, I assume he I... jumped off of buildings. And they re- they're rebooting it with uh, Jeremy Renner. Oh. Uh... They're just like, "Hey, we're doing this again." <laughs> I was like, "All right." Yeah, why can't they just? Nah. Whatever. He takes over all franchises now. Got a long-running action franchise, Jeremy Renner. He's your man. 
Have the what? Have the other Mission Impossible? Yeah. That was a terrible movie, by the way. It was. It was borderline insulting. <laughs> <laughs> so are they gonna do more Mission Impossibles? Probably, huh? With just Jeremy. I think that was the original plan. Was he was supposed to take over the reins? Who knows? I mean, if Tom Cruise can still fucking jump from buildings, I'm sure he'll continue his role in those films or mm. something. But that was the speculation that he was supposed to take over the franchise. He was going to be the Tom Cruise. So. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I don't mind him as an actor. I, mean, I don't at all. Yeah. So I guess he was somewhat the only tolerable part of that movie. So. Kinda. Nah, I take that back. Uh, nothing about that movie was good. Yeah. I thought about the chainmail thing and how he was so whiny in the hotel. He's like, this isn't gonna work. This isn't gonna work. He's talking about Mission <laughs> Impossible, guys. Don't I am, yeah. <laughs> it's real. I mean, probably. I, don't I think know. everyone saw it this week when it hit DVD. It was like, I don't like that. I just. Like it was a just, collective sigh went over the internet when everyone watched it. It's like, how many times was Tom Cruise going to run from something in that movie? Does Storm. That, he explosion. loves that. Yeah. I can make a montage of how many times Tom Cruise has ran in a movie. Yeah, I can start was, listing them off the top of my head. All Mission Impossible movies, he's had a running scene. Uh, the Firm. Fucking uh, shit. I had like two others queued up in my brain and I can't think of them now. You know what? Play Minority lot, Report. Yeah, he definitely runs a lot in Minority Report. Um, he's wearing his wearing his Newtons. He's running. <laughs> he's like these like five hundred. He's like five hundred dollar running shoes. Let's see what other movies has he been in. I don't know, regardless of his you know <laughs> cardiovascular fucking <laughs> workouts that he chooses to, do, it was just a shitty movie. Jerry Maguire. He ran Jerry Maguire. Just a little bit. Oh, like the end of a driveway or something. I don't know. I could I could talk thirty minutes about that. The question marks and the head scratching that movie caused me to do. I mean, so. I understand disconnecting it, but Jesus Christ, are you really? This the whole is... rock thing. That... The rock part? Talking about Mission Impossible. So okay. The rock. When he's in the prison, he's like bouncing the rock around and catching it perfectly. Yeah. I was like, so you know the angle of that rock perfectly. What that... was the point of you putting it back to show that you... That's what? I don't know. I thought he was going to use it as a weapon. Yeah, so did I. Like I bounce it off like yeah, five guys' heads. Yeah, do something cool with it. He was like, nah, I was just playing with it. Play pachinko to... with it or something. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it was just dumb as shit. And, and like, they've totally disavowed us with Ghost Protocol. But he's known this the whole time, right? And you totally know that. Because you're like, how'd you get thrown into a prison? Yeah. And then he's like, this is all we have left. And then <laughs> this you, this you train card of this fucking This super tech of material. <coughs> Excuse me. But then the other guy brings, like, this power glove shit that doesn't work. And Well, you know what's not going to do. Then he has some catchy code phrase for it it was stupid and i was just like why are you going out green you're good red you're dead or some shit which i'm like yeah we did that in the first one we got it <sighs> i don't know i'm sorry we're not gonna talk about this yeah anymore. we're not you're probably well, just sorry. like i shouldn't have Dustin just kept going in. <laughs> and then i didn't help no either. seriously play at home tell me other movies that tom cruise ran in no don't don't waste your time do it it'll be fun don't, don't tell these people what to do <laughs> you don't have to i'm just saying play at home doesn't matter as long as there's not a shout it out if you're at work just shout it out what? Right now, you're fired. What are you doing? I don't know, but you're. Fired. I was playing at home, damn it. <laughs> this isn't true pursuit. Did you to do that shit? What else did you read? I'll save. It. I'll save. It. I'll come in and save um, the fucking day with this shit. Jackhammer from Action Lab Entertainment. All right, that, that that's a pretty fitting name coming from Action Lab. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's um, it's basically kind of this like pulp private eye world but it mixes in superheroes but not in like a super annoying way where like everyone's running around in tights and shit like that Mm -hmm. like they're just dressed like classic suit and tie type you know um and this uh this pi his name he he goes like his name's not actually jack hammer but that that was his kind of like his heyday superhero name Mm -hmm. and so everyone just kind of keeps calling him that no matter what even though he's like don't call me that don't call me that (laughs) and those days are behind me yeah, he gets this case where he is essentially assigned to find this guy that's running away from this big giant corporation, and he finds him and he's dead. And the corporation's like, "Good," because they wanted him dead, but he didn't know that part. So they give him his money. He's just like, "Well, that's fine," but I'm I'm not off the case. And he he basically investigates the company and finds out that they are the ones that killed him. And he's also at the same time he's trying to get recruited into this like 
kind of um, underground crime superhero like syndicate. syndicate yeah like they're all they all have powers of some sort and i mean it was it was a pretty uh it was a pretty good book i mean it's a it's like volume one so it's a trade there's some slow parts to it uh he's got like a, a posse that he works with mm. he's got this like cab driver kid that mario van peebles no not that uh, anyone no hello i know what it is I, oh okay i'm not gonna quote a line from it or something if that's what you were looking for um i was listening to this podcast and these guys went on this stupid tangent about mission possible three and the other one went back to comics and he was real passionate and then he brought up mario van people's posse so i rented that and i didn't read any more comics ever again i did not ring that up you brought that up i just said the word posse anyway so yeah i mean it was it was a good book um i have been dragging my my feet on writing the review for it, but it was it was very entertaining, a lot of good action, a lot of like just kind of witty dialogue, and it keeps that real like, you know, crime nor pi feel to it, mm-hmm. but adds this like new twist of the superheroes, and they really like they really do a good job of of keeping that balance and and not leaning too much to one side or the other, um, and I mean like I said, it's volume one, so there's definitely the potential for other volumes is that, is that how they're being just released just volumes it's not really a single or yeah it's more like I mean, it's more like a three act structure oh within the volume yeah within so the stand, volume like stands alone kind of thing yeah um so yeah the, the different acts really make it give it a, a movie type feel to it but it's it's only being released in trade so can you, can you get it anywhere or is it just on the website um, I it's not actually out yet. It's not out yet. Yeah. Holy moly. You got something to look forward to. Everyone. It, like fucking came out and I didn't know about it, but no, it's it hasn't been released yet. I think it comes out in June. I want to say. So oh, I don't wow. have an exact date. When I I'll post a review for it this week, and when I do, I'll, I'll more information. Obviously, supply all that information. Okay. When it comes out, where you can get it, and uh, and, and such. So cool. and hopefully, um, I'll get an interview with the creator oh, as ex- well. <clears throat> Exciting. So, yeah. Something to look forward to. That's kind of quality here at comicbastards.com. You get the interviews with the people doing the magic, and you get a little bit of the magic. <laughs> well, I, was, I was totally serious. Why are you uh, laughing? Okay. I don't know. You said it with like a really goofy grin. So. The, oh, I, just, I was excited that those are the know, kind of things we try to do here with the brand. We do. We do. <laughs> Did you say doo-doo? We do. You're like, we do, 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 do. Yeah, that's true. I did kind of doo-doo it up. Um, I read a... Dragon Age, but I won't talk about that because it's on the site. It was probably the best issue so far. So yeah, so you gave it a pretty good score. I was, it's just the dialogue. Especially after the Mass Effect, I was like, oh, yeah. like day and night on these fucking books. Yeah, it's just these. It was the dialogue in that issue that saved it a whole bunch. And I know behind on it that I think that's like coming out every week or something digitally. I think it's done now. Yeah, I think it only went to six. Yeah. So, dude, life. Life happened, and I got behind on them. So yeah, Chicago fucked us up. Yeah, threw it, threw us, uh, <laughs> threw us behind a little bit for sure. Is there any other uh, books that you've been? Uh, there's some, not really. There's, a slow <laughs> there's some slow uh-huh. fucking way. Well, I mean, there's other stuff, but you know, it's not. I'm not gonna just ram, ramble on. I mean, most of it's on the site. Excuse me. Um, Ursula Minor read that. Pretty good. Check out the review. So. Yeah. You know what I did get a chance to do that ate up a good portion of comic book reading? I'll tell you because you're staring <laughs> okay. at me like, what? I thought you were going to continue to go know. into. I mean, I know what it is, so it's kind of hard. I was trying to think of a segue, but hey, it didn't work. This is twice, dude. We're going to have to look into <laughs> replacing you as this is the kind of product you're going to bring to the table. <laughs> what a dick move that was. <laughs> what the dick move is you just leaving me hanging. <laughs> Ate up a lot of your time, you say? That's too late. It's terrible, by the way, if that was what you were going to use. Um, Telltale Games came out with The Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, basically, the it's a point-and-click game. Yay, yes, those are cool yes. if they're done right. I was a big fan of uh, Monkey Island games. Most of all, Maniac Mansion, the original one. The game's brilliant. Give me the rights. I'll make that shit a movie. It's, it's been in my head forever. I think they sold the script to it. Or at least for the, Maniac Mansion. Well, not not script. I shouldn't say that. The they 
license the rights of the movie to a corporation. Well, uh, whoever has it. Sony, I think. Sony. Are you sure? Do you even know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, then, good. It's kind of old news. They haven't done anything with it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like... I'm just saying they have the rights to make a movie if they want to. So you they won't because no one knows about it. It's gonna come out. People are gonna be like, "What's this?" And I'll be like, "I know what it is." And then that's it. It sells one <laughs> ticket. Just Kevin sitting alone in the theater. I'm pretty sure I people. Buy popcorn. <clears throat> I never buy that popcorn. I know. I'll, I'll sneak Chipotle burritos in <laughs> people's purses before I buy any of that food. All right. Downfall of the theater system. So it's a point-click game <laughs> that is, and it's got like this cel-shaded type of look. Um, probably the best thing about it is it uses that world that was created and none of those characters. That's <laughs> Good, awesome. Excellent. Starts outside of Atlanta. You play this guy named Lee. He's up. He's just been basically getting <clears throat> transferred out of a cop car. You know, okay. he's like, it's just one prisoner, and he's he's that prisoner. Just All so right. you're like, oh, what's this guy's story? Oh, I'm playing that guy. I guess I'll find out. I'm playing the prisoner. Excellent. So yeah, then basically the shit starts going down. Like a bunch of cop cars are flying into the city and whatever. He's got family making. He's heading there. Like, well, not really. He's uh, heading to prison. Shit hits the fan. Car wreck because there's a zombie in the road. Mm. Spills out. You're this. You're already playing by this point. You're making decisions and interacting with the um, character's dialogue. Go there. Shit hits fan. Car wiped out. You make your way to this neighborhood. Find a little girl. This is, I'm just really kind of just cutting it really yeah, quick. Got it. Because if you haven't played it, it's your fault. It's a popular game. Got good reviews. You should be playing it now. I mean, <laughs> I mean it only came out this week. but Hey, if you wanted to play it, you, <coughs> you, you wanted to play it. I wanted to play sure. it. I was interested in it. Cause I, I'm going to play it. I didn't get to play the Back to the Future one, so I wanted to play this one. And then, yeah, I won't give too much away. But I'm, I'm probably maybe two hours into it, maybe. So it's a pretty, you know, it's pretty lengthy. It's decent in length, it's especially just, since it's gonna have multiple episodes. episodes. Yeah, yeah. It's it was surprisingly it's pr- it's fun. It's I I always have a soft spot for those, but the way this is being executed, the voice acting, um, there's not a huge inventory system. Like the old old style point and clicks. Um, Can I ask a question? Okay. Does it need the Walking Dead name, or could this just have been Zombie Point and Click? Could be Zombie Point and Click. So they just licensing uh, from, from one the, from, of the uh, yeah from the point that I'm up to yeah. Cable network. I could shows. say it could it probably helps it. I guess it eases you more into that world faster, per okay. se. Because you kind of already have a, a baseline of the rules and everything. Like right. That. And you get to use their terminology. They don't really bring it up, though. Like, in the mm-hmm. game so far, you're just... You're putting these scenarios where you're forced to choose things. Um, like, very, like, Bioware-esque. Where you're like, I give this response. Or I give I give the positive response. Or I give the eat a dick response. Or I don't give any response, which is actually kind of cool. Okay. And like they won't, they won't go. Why didn't you say anything? It just kind of he just like you say something and you just don't really respond, just like real life. And certain characters will remember certain aspects of your response. Hmm. So I don't know how. I mean, I haven't screwed myself in a lie or anything, or how I've like, like one character. You tell him basically your name, where you're from, and the little girl. They're like, "Hey, are you this little girl's dad?" Because everyone just assumes you're the dad. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "No, I, you know, I found her. You know." I, she saved me, actually. So it just depends how you want to say, and the characters will remember that, and then they'll bring it up later to other characters, and that will play yeah. into like the dialogue. So you can, I guess, switch whatever your answer was. I mean, there's a part where I'm in the drugstore, and one of the other characters, like your parents own that drugstore, and none of the other characters knows that, but you don't want to bring that up. Your character's like, I'll keep that on the down low. And, okay. the, and then the other girl's like a reporter. She's like, hey... I know about you. I know about the case. I know what happened to you. And she's like, you know, you can either be honest and tell everyone, but she's like, hey, I understand. I get it. And if you are that said person, we might need you in these scenarios. But if you're not, then you're not. So it's kind of like these little gut check moments. Huh. That's interesting. 
I haven't had any, any of the repercussions come back on me yet, so I'm not sure how it plays out. So are you playing it straight and narrow, or are you playing it like a prick? I'm just playing it kind of honest, like about as honest as you could with whatever scenarios fits. Like, if I say something, I think it's going to diffuse like an argument between two characters. I'll just say the one thing that I think is going to work. Like, so you're, you're going great. You're not going... Yeah, like, right. I mean, one guy was kind of, you know, having a moment where he was lashing out towards this other kid. Like, oh, this kid got bit, this kid got bit. You know, you need to check him. The mom's checking him. She's going to find a bite mark. We need to kill him right now. So he's kind of acting out. But I already have a relationship with that family. Mm-hmm. That they, So I stood up for the family. And then they're like, oh, Kenny, the dad remembers. He'll remember that. You stuck, you know, putting your neck out for him. That's what the game tells you. Mm-hmm. And well, anyway, the old dude was mouthing off. I was like, I'm about to beat your ass if you don't knock it off. And then he, he kind of calmed down a little bit. So I just wanted to see, like, how far is too far. <laughs> and then maybe, right. maybe I'll play it again and just be, like, total ballistic. Like, I'll kill everything. What's your name? <laughs> Fuck you is my name. <laughs> Fuck you. That's my name. Yeah. So Shotgun. Shotgun. Dead. 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 Yeah. And it's, it has decent action because people are probably like, oh, how's the action? Um, it's Okay. Like, when I was, you interact with a zombie, it's almost like this reticle that comes up over it, and you have to, like, click it, like, almost at a certain part, but it's a real frantic reticle. Okay. Like, depending on where you're, like, I was being, I was crawling on the floor because his legs messed up, and the zombie was trying to crawl at me, so I'm trying to click the zombie's head, and, and there's a part where you're struggling, or it's like, you know, hit this key, like or something and then you have the when, when it comes together like these little lines try to flush up like yeah. on top of each other and then you hit another button so it's kind of like a quick time event in like a okay. console video game and it just goes on from there but you know it's pretty cool so yeah. far I really like it so sounds way more interesting than I thought it would be yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna give it a shot then thanks Skybound why are you giving them credit because they got credit on the game the third property yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, grumpy Gus. It's not like they were there in the studio. I should do this. <laughs> Maybe they were. Yeah, but you know that they were just like filmed that part, and they're like, "All right, we got it. Now get the fuck out of here, so we can do real work. We're not gonna listen to your stupid ideas." Thanks for the name. Wow, we're gonna sell a lot. I don't know. I like it. It could have been put out by Turd Emporium. I'd probably <laughs> check it out. So where uh, where can I? Where can I play this game, Kevin? I don't know, on your computer. <laughs> like, you can play it on the computer or the Xbox or the PlayStation Network. Oh, yeah, I guess but it's... let's be honest, who's going to play it there? I, yeah, I didn't know when the release date was for the online console, Xbox uh, they Live, all hit, PlayStation they all hit Network. At the same time. Oh, well, it did? I shouldn't say that. I think PlayStation's a week behind. Okay, that sounds... I, I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure from the last press release I got that, because they were only talking about the PC and... Um, Xbox versions. I think it would probably play really well on a console. Like it doesn't have anything that's. Well, I'm gonna play it on Xbox. So I'll let you know. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I, don't, I was gonna say I don't think it has anything where you're just like. You'll have the analog stick to move the cursor around, and probably the D-pad or him around. I guess, like a typical yeah. third-person game, because that's how it mostly plays. Cool. I liked it. Even if you don't like Walking Dead or you do, I guess you could just play it. And it's, it's just, That's a, why I it's just it a cool just game. game or yeah. If it was more of just a yeah. like zombie game that doesn't possibly suck. So yeah, it just it sounds fun. It was a cool game. Not that I want to give Kirkman any money, but. Yeah. That was awkward, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Should we end on news now? Maybe that's more interesting to end on news. We tend to get I, heated. Really? I guess. I don't know. What what news has happened though? I don't know. Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely. <laughs> the Chronicle director is gonna reboot Fran- uh, Fantastic Four for Fox. You know what? I don't care about, about that. I think. Four. Yeah, it's hard to get excited about Fantastic Four. I mean, I enjoy Fantastic Four comic books here and there. I've said numerous times I enjoyed Hickman's run on it. I enjoyed Mark Wade's run on it. Um. It takes a lot to get me interested in that book because it's such a just a dead horse, really. Yeah, I don't. It's a tired idea that. Yeah, I think they've run their gambit of. They really interesting. Yeah, they really have. It's hard to make those characters 
retain interest and value without just doing something crazy with their their storyline. Yeah, and they and they don't have they don't have a good pool of villains. Like they have Doom, they have Annihilus, and that's kind of about it. Yeah. You know, I mean I've seen him beat Galactus so many fucking times that's just like who cares? Like what are they every do- time he shows up you're just like whatever, this will be over in an issue. Yeah, for Galactus to be so hardcore, he's kind of a he's kind of a oh, vagina. Pussy. Okay, or that <laughs> same thing. Small feline animal. Fine. <laughs> yeah, I just well, what if he? What if they dip kind of future foundation style in it? Just like sprinkle some of that in there, kind of. Well, it's essentially they're the same book right now. But what if that's where he takes it? But he's leaving the book, so someone. No, I'm talking like, about the movie, dude. Oh. Come on, dude. Keep up, Dustin. People at I, home I are. I got it. Sorry. That was incredibly loud. But um, I don't think you could. You could not reboot it that way. Too much groundwork went into making that possible in the comic book. Yeah, they don't care. It's a movie. They'll just do sure. it with two sentences. I, I think if they did that, people, you know, the average moviegoer wouldn't understand, like, why are their costumes different? Why is there only three of them? What do the you fuck think Spider Man doing? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You think the average movie gives two shits about the, where the origin of these assholes came from? Yes. That's why we have constant origin stories, because that's all anyone cares about. That's, yeah, but the average moviegoer doesn't know that. You can tell them whatever. They're, that's their new suits, asshole. I, okay. But I don't think Fox will take that big of a chance with it. I don't think Fox cares. They're just like, hey, Remember when we bought all these movies from you? We're gonna rape them we're until, rape them until yeah. 2016. Yeah, until there's just rape everywhere, and then Fox is like, "That's how we're gonna do it. That's what we do." Yeah, that's. And Marvel's just like, "Oh shit!" Marvel's <laughs> like, "Could you hurry up with this shit so we can get it all in house? Yeah, and, and redo it all ourselves again. Because yeah. the second they get it back, they'll switch gears again." Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't even matter if you have like sixteen Fantastic Four movies by then. All different cast, like, like oh, we're like we're gonna reboot it. Yeah. Remember Spider Man? If I swear, one more person asked, "Why are they rebooting that movie?" I'm just gonna be like, I don't know. I don't work for them. I just read comic books. I don't understand either. Why are they rebooting they thought, that movie? Uh, I think paychecks. Really. That new suit's awesome. That's true. <laughs> They're like, yeah, this amazing Spider Man suit's wicked. I saw the trailer. I was really whatever underwhelmed i know that's what really i don't know it's like, like who's cutting these trailers yeah i was like it, it kind of made peter look like an asshole douchebag i thought i was like you're kind of a prick and not funny yeah i think he's kind yeah, of more of no, a no humor in that i think he's all. supposed to be like a little snarky but more humorous in his yeah. deliveries that's how i always read it in the comics i was like oh he's just saying another gag i love you yeah and this one he's just kind of like you're a dong yeah, you're just you're really just like, man, Spider-Man, you're kind of a prick. Kind of a prick. And the scene where he already had his mask off, I was like, whoa, whoa, come on. Really? You're just running around without the mask on already? He's so passionate. I was like, God. Like, save that. That's supposed to be special. When that happened in Spider-Man 2, it was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, but well, whatever. I mean, they're going to do what they're going to do. It's already in the can, so... <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I saw the trailer and it really did not. Like, I was kind of like, didn't well, oh, yeah. I'm going to wait for DVD on this one. That's. Uh, what about. Uh, they might do a new Mutants movie. Yeah. <laughs> they might. <laughs> they might just hand Rob Lee fill another paycheck for. They should let us use that name, by the way. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I've ever read anything New Mutants where it's like, you deserve a movie. <laughs> No, nothing. I mean, there was that small, like, six-issue miniseries with uh, uh, Middleton's artwork for, like, the cover and the interiors. Mm-hmm. Um, that was good. That was, that was pretty good. And then they just took the ball and ran with it after that and just didn't do anything that resembled that first miniseries. Yeah, I know. Didn't they relaunch it? Yeah, they relaunched it with, like, the original cast now. Like, that's what it currently is. It's had a couple of reboot or fuck. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <several. Yep. laughs> had a couple of reboots. I remember I read I read that. one incarnation. It was like I can't even remember it. It came out a while ago, probably like ten years ago, and it sucked a lot of butt. I hated it. <laughs> I think that's the one I'm talking about. Like that happened right after that six oh, issue oh. miniseries. 
Yeah, and I was just like, uh, I guess they did the mini series to see if anybody was still stoked on this property. Yeah, no, and it got everyone interested, but then they switched the art and went in a completely different direction. I guess the editors paid attention, like, hey, hey, this did good. We're gonna get involved now, and we're just gonna kind of just make you do a bunch of shit you don't want to do. <laughs> You're just like daddy at Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I I don't care. New mutants. You know, I say put them no, on TV. I, Put them on TV. I want weekly adventures. I want <laughs> mediocre to poor special effects. They, they tried that with Generation X. Loved it. And that other sci-fi show that they had. They tried. Was... They did it with the uh... Alpha Damn. X or something. Yeah, it was that. No, it was um, not Justice League, but uh, JLA. No. What's the other one? DC. No, I know. I'm. I'm talking about just weekly You're talking about the, the alphas or some shit or no well whatever i can't remember it was it was a while ago but it was terrible yeah i don't i'm not sure i know what show it is you're talking about i just remember there was that sci-fi show that was they were like we're, this is jsa jesus christ jsa yeah it was old i've never dude it was on the site I dust it. I don't visit our own site. And when I, I do, do I don't read your post. A lot. I don't remember that at all. It was a while ago. Sorry that I missed Whatever. your post. Whatever, it doesn't matter. It's not like you read all mine, dick. What? <laughs> what the hell is this? What is this? See, is everyone listening? This is the real Dustin. Just coming at me, daggers oh, and... Whatever. <laughs> These are true colors that are out. He's a monster. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about uh, what happened to that Runaways movie. Now with Joan Jett, I'm talking about the X Men. <laughs> I don't want to see that either. I don't want. Bunch of Marvel properties. I just do not want to see or acknowledge or talk about. It's a, what about uh, what if they did like Young Avengers? Yeah, that's got to be next. Yeah, I would not see that. This, this Avengers movie is going to make buttload of money, so. Good. There's got to be a spinoff. Yeah, everyone in the movie is getting a spinoff. Another Hulk movie, another Captain America, another Thor, third Iron Man, Hawkeye getting the movie. What about Widow? sure Black Widow will get an Electra-style movie. Oh, God. (laughs) 90 minutes of staring at her butt, and you're just like, what happened in that movie? I don't even remember. I just, ass shots everywhere. Was it? There's some counting going on, I think. I don't know. Maybe some slow-mo montage. Yeah. Over bacon and an apron. <laughs> Is that what she does? What's her What's her character doing? <laughs> they, they, I mean, they could just do the long kiss goodbye. Long kiss goodnight. Goodnight, yeah. Sorry. Regina Davis and yeah. Samuel Jackson. Let's do that again. With Black Widow, done. Just saved you fucking effort there, Marvel. <laughs> Paul shot that script. All right, this is a good idea. Throw in a couple cameos and we're done. Well, I guess I guess you could do that. <laughs> Think about it. You already got the Nick Fury character. Samuel Jackson's like, I already did this. Is that a duck or a dick? I'm going to do it's it again, duck. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I probably wouldn't watch it. No, I wouldn't either. What a, I don't even know what properties are left that people get excited about. That's a good question, actually. What would be the next Marvel movie? Like, they're doing we another... Know, we know the next slow burn DC movie. DC dragging their feet on that shit still. I guess when you have Superman, Batman, you don't really care. To I, I, I don't think else. no one else really cares. Yeah. Like Warner Brothers is like, uh, this is all we know you have. You gave us Green Lantern and no one liked Because <laughs> they, they just feel like it's just two separate things. So. I don't know. I could really give a shit about comic movies right now, though. Yeah, I could give a shit. But I will say that Marvel did it smart with um, building a universe of movies. Yeah. I think that's the biggest difference is DC keeps it separate yeah. you know there's no acknowledgement of any other characters in that universe which was always their problem in their comic books too so until they until they figure that out it's not gonna we're always just gonna have these one-offs so i guess they'll have they can make it right after batman i guess sure when they relaunch it again yeah they will i mean they're gonna have to do because they have to it's too big of a character yeah because no one's leaving doesn't mean it's you're done well, if you think about that, if you did like a Justice League movie, you can't have all those people in that. 
No, it would not work yeah. with their current cast. Mm -mm. So that, that movie being the negative before it even, yeah. no one would sign on for that. No. They would just be like, no, no one's making this movie. It's cost too much. Yeah. And that's that's all I know about Hollywood. <laughs> I don't want to see a Runaways movie, and a Justice League movie would cost too much unless you recast it with a bunch of no-name butt monkeys. Might be better. Or you could do. I don't know. I don't think there's any DC characters I want to see. Well, you're gonna get Lobo. I don't want to see that. I don't either. I screw. Why would that. I want to see a '90s knockoff of Wolverine get his own movie when I didn't like the Wolverine movie? I ride a space motorcycle around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I take it back. I'm going. I don't, want, there's a no, thing. I don't want to see the space motorcycle. No, if it's there. I'm I can there. see that in the trailer, and then I'm done. Yeah, but he's going to do like cool things with it, like crush, no, crush an alien's we'll head that. with it. We'll show that in the trailer. No, it'll be too hardcore. and kind of. It'll be like a green like neon blood. It's, it's getting a PG-13. Yeah, so he can say. They'll change the color of the blood. Oh, I don't want to see it. You then. bleed green. I don't know. They'd have to. Lobo's right. bloody. Yeah. Everything he does involves blood. It's the only thing. And smoking. Lose that. That's true. <laughs> He's not gonna be able to smoke. It's gonna be PG thirteen. Do think you think this is uh, DC's Punisher? Do you think they go hard with this? No, because it won't make any money. Like That's the true. especially with all the like the Max Punisher aliens. movie they did. What was that called? Uh, Warzone. <sighs> yeah, the thing was terrible. I liked aspects of it. Except for Jigsaw. Mostly did not like all of it. That you got a chair in the eye socket. I'll never forget that. <laughs> that was rad as shit. I'm sorry for all this stupid <laughs> yeah. movie I'm rambling. You probably were just like, I no one yeah, gives two, break. two shits about what movies you guys think blow <laughs> and do not blow. So if you learned anything from us today, you've learned that comic movies are, should be about done. <laughs> Mission Impossible sucks. Um, what else? JSA TV show was a success. <laughs> but no one really saw it. <laughs> and I guess that's about it. So stop listening to this the second we're done talking and go play that Walking Dead game. Or read a comic book. Or read a comic book. Perfect. You know, as long as it's an indie one. Yeah. You know, come on, man. <laughs> that's why you really come here, isn't it? The sassy indie comic banter. That was no longer available in this episode. <laughs> so not only did we let you down, we let ourselves down. <laughs> this is Comic Bastards. There is... Yeah. I have one more thing. I'm sorry. Justin's poorly trying to talk to me without going, Kevin. Because I heard you do the big breath of, uh, I'm going out on this now, right thing. So I was like, it's never... ah, I didn't get it. I thought you were going to... Bounce back to me one more time. Okay, we'll bounce back to Dustin one more time. I uh, just want to say a big thanks to uh, Josh Filler, who um, sent me the original art to Gross Grandpa number two cover, which was uh, extremely badass. Mm. So, again, you should check out his site. And uh, I put up a little posting and listing where he's going to be, so you can, you know, if you're in the area of checking out those conventions, you can stop by and see him in person. So, that was mm. it. Just wanted to throw that out there. You know, had to get the thanks out there. It's cool. You're going to make me the monster going, I know one gets thanked around here. And on that note, thank I'm pretty you. sure he says you're welcome. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's uh, Gross Grandpa. We love it. You should too. Just read it. Just, Just read it already. Go through it. your mom's purse. Take the money you think that you need to get that book. <laughs> and go buy it. $10 plus shipping for that, both issues. That is a fair price from a fair man. Comic Bastards, this is the podcast. <laughs> there's a Facebook page, there's a Google Plus page, there's a Twitter, there is Kevin, and then there's Dustin, there's Eric, there's Carl, there's Neil, and there's Connor. Yep. Connor's still with us? Yeah, he is. Yeah. God, God bless. I haven't seen him in a while, I don't know. That's true. So if you enjoy this, you can go to the Tunes of the Eye leave a little review it's itunes stupid he looked at me like dude tunes with the eye wait till itunes finds out about this it's not like you said ai but okay i didn't like that movie either <laughs> and then <laughs> it'd be sweet if you left a review like these guys were funny until this league's just incarnation of shit <laughs> just kidding see you later may i death yes, 
Why must that sound mother of yours continue to wear short dresses that accent her plump, disgusting ankles? Would you prefer she wear culottes, Reginald? Culottes, bah! <laughs> Officer Dandelion. Uh, it's actually Daniel Daylions. Daylions, bah! Listen, I've had several reports of you whipping your son, Chippethy. Excessively. But officer, it's not, it's not his fault. He reads the comic books day and night, night and day, day and night, month after month. It can't be stopped. Madeth, your obsession with the calendar. Oh, we do not air our dirty laundry out to Johnny Law. So what's it going to be, Johnny Law? You going to shoot me in the face and plant narcotics on her? Listen. I know what you're going through. Ah. That your son, he's a comic bastard. <gasps> Who's words in this house, man? You got her so worked up, I'm gonna have to choke her to sleep. Choke her to sleep like I do every other night. My hands. Meredith, men are talking. You, oh, isn't there a sandwich you should be making? Ah, Johnny Law, why do you come and piss on my front doorstep? Chippethy! I can look away. Ma'am, I'm gonna need that sandwich to go. Is, is that spicy mustard okay, uh, officer? Of course it's okay. He's a man. Fuck my arm. What uh, bread do you have? This isn't a bakery, you dick.